0: The following program is a paid advertisement. The broadcast of this program does not represent an endorsement by WHLG-FM or Horizon Broadcasting of the products or views expressed herein.
1: The following show was pre-recorded.
2: Good morning, Florida. I am John Wilkinson, your host for The Financial Truths. Again, we are back to teach you how not to get ripped off and we will teach you all kind of different things that the normal community or the normal person in the community wouldn't know all right so like last month or sorry last week shall i say you know we went over things about business credit uh we went over things about personal credit and so forth and we continue to educate the community um about the facts ...of what the common person doesn't know. So today, I have on the call today, Jason Carroll. He's a real estate agent with Kai's. He's been there almost about five years now. Now, I've known Jason for several years now, and he is an excellent real estate agent. Now, I know a lot of agents, and you know to me, they're almost a dime a dozen. It seems like a lot of people down here in Florida you know, um, are real estate agents... And but do they really know the concepts? It's not just about listing a property and, you know, on the MLS. I hope it gets sold. There's a certain way that you have to market that on all the different sites. You have to set that place up correctly. So when it's being sold, seen by somebody that, you know, they're going to have that nice impression. So anyway, I wanted to bring Jason on here where he'll give us his insight about the real estate market and being a realtor and so forth. Uh, So good morning, Jason. Welcome to the show.
3: Thanks, John. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it.
2: Excellent. So, um, So, of course, you know, we're in the COVID. So how do you see, you know, we'll start off with the current market. How do you foresee the current market, the real estate market, and give us your insights and so forth, okay?
3: Sure, sure. Well, I appreciate you reaching out to me and uh, connecting you and I. We have gone back a ways, and if I really have to go by the years, I would say eh, a little less than 10 years. And I'm happy that, just to kind of go back and forth with you on this, that, you know, as most people know, the market is kind of crazy, or it's been crazy not only earlier this year with how – Things had shifted but even in the past year or so a lot of people are still buying and we come across them and when we find that there are issues with credit related problems you know we've always worked hand-in-hand with you guys you've provided the best service and when they jump back in this market what we've noticed in the past 12 months is that the inventory still moving John it's still moving the the, the, the state of housing is pretty crazy because we can't seem to keep the inventory long enough before the buyer jumps on. You know, the sellers are wanting to sell because they know that the market is at its all time high and interest rates, as you know, are at an all time low. So we're fortunate, but at the same time, unfortunate because there's not enough supply out there.
2: Okay, so, yeah. so let me interrupt you real quick. I'm sorry about huh. that. So, okay, so I know I'm a homeowner, right? I've owned my home, this particular home, about, I don't know, six, seven years now. Seven years. My son's about to be seven, and so I bought it like right after he was born. And so, um, so now, you know, I was kind of thinking about, well, maybe I might want to move and, and sell. So you're saying as a seller, this is a good time to sell, even though I know a lot of lenders are kind of pulling back. Uh, you know, on a lot of restraints because of the COVID. So a lot of investors, from what I understand, is kind of pulling back on the financial part of it. You know, what is your intake on that?
3: Yeah, and it's a good observation because the truth of the matter is that the lenders are pulling back or creating tighter restraints as it pertains to how they lend out the money. But it still seems as though whether it be Fannie Mae or Jeannie Mae or Freddie Mac or FHA or VA, when you have enough skin in the game and when the file is what they call vanilla, where they're showing, you know, steady employment, when they're showing steady income, when they're showing steady amounts of reserves. And more importantly, when the buyer has upped their down payment game, the lenders are lending. But they will not, and I repeat, they will not lend without all their T's being crossed, their I's dotted, and having those items that I previously
2: mentioned. So, yeah. Okay, so you're mentioning, you know, so you mentioned VA, FHA, you know, Fannie Mae type loans, you know, government based loans. Now, what about the non QM, we call it, the non qualified mortgage loans that you see from private investors for? Those with not you know perfect credit scores, those not with you know a great down payment or seasoned financials or whatever the case may be, you know, what is your intake on that?
3: Right. Well, my specific view when I take a look from uh, so many feet in the air to kind of see the situation as a big picture is they are still lending money, but. And the big butt comes in the form of down payment, which always shows just how much skin in the game or interest that underwriting fees that a prospective buyer might have. And they will usually allow, you know, up to a handful, four or five properties for one particular buyer before they pretty much put a kibosh on it and refuse to lend without 50 percent down. They're just asking for more money at the end of the day, but a lot more.
2: Got it. Got it. Okay. So if you have less than perfect credit, so you're going to have to put a lot more down than probably a year ago, as you would say. Right. And so but if I'm a if I'm a homeowner and I'm in South Florida or even Central Florida and I'm looking probably to sell because, you know, with this COVID thing, we hear a lot of like, oh, well, people are moving out of the cities now to get away from the population. Right. And so let's say if I'm one of those person, you know, people that are looking to sell my property and buy somewhere else you know would it for us as a selling standpoint you say it would be a good time to sell
3: you know john it's it's so funny because we've joked around about this but you know south florida is a is really a second home for everyone in the tri-state area new york new jersey and connecticut and earlier this year when you know covid had made landfall so to speak and some of those areas were hit hardest first There was a big influx, and there still continues to be a big influx of those buyers in the northern part of the country, the northeast part of the country, that are coming down here with a lot of cash in hand and are even paying above fair market value and pushing values and actually skewing the values because they're paying more cash for these properties.
2: Wow, that's yeah. interesting. Yep. Now, what yep. about the snowbirds? Do you know, cause somebody mentioned to me just, I think it was earlier this week, they said, wow, I don't see as many, uh, Canadian tags as I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what about yeah. the, the Canadians coming down here? Do you see uh, less of them or what's your yeah. intent?
3: You know, it's funny you should say that because I am definitely not seeing as many, uh, uh, Canadian driving, and I guess it's because I think right now, although their dollar is relatively strong, I think that maybe the, the public sentiment without getting too political on you, the public sentiment of what they might be seeing on the television is probably got them a little nervous so they're not they're not crossing the borders just yet, which is a shame, but uh be that as it may, you know most of the buying it seems that's taking place. That I've come across, it seems within our borders. So,
2: okay. All right. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, because we're not really quite in season for the, you know, I mean, they usually come during our peak season in southern Florida, would be the winter time, you know. Correct. So we're not quite there yet, even though we're in yeah. the fall. So, okay, well, that's pretty interesting. Now, you know, I, uh, you know we did have some of our clients come through our credit services and uh, get funded for a home loan. We Actually, we had a couple close uh, last week, and so that was great. But, you know, so they are still funding with that, uh, especially the government loans. I mean, if you can get to me personally, because I used to be a loan officer slash licensed mortgage broker, um, I would say go for your FHA, VA-type sure. programs versus yeah, conventional or even your non-QM. I mean, because I'm sure like investors are probably maybe even having to pay more of a down payment when it comes to um, p- purchasing properties from the lenders because they're kind of a more of a non-QM-type uh, yeah. borrow. correct? Yeah, that,
3: that, you hit it dead on.
2: Okay, and then – so let's talk about USDA, right? So I have some property up in Georgia, and it's it's right out the outskirts of uh, Savannah, Georgia. And, you know, it's considered um, as USDA land, even okay. though – because it's outside of a rural area. I mean, it's, it is in a rural area, so to speak. And so I see things coming out uh, with the government – When it comes to the COVID, trying to protect uh, USDA uh, properties and so forth, have you known about anything concerning that?
3: Uh, To be quite honest, I have not. I know that the, the government is getting very creative with some of the new finance programs or even bringing back some of the other finance programs that were once popular into the mix. But in that particular sense, I do not.
2: Okay, no problem. All right, so what we're going to do when we come back, so I can prepare Jason here (laughs) and not put him (laughs) on the spot, is when we come back, we're going to talk about how people are putting off their mortgage, right, payments, right, for deferment because of the COVID factor. So first it was three months, then it was six months, and I think they're going to extend it out even out here for one year. So this is John Wilkinson, your host, uh, on the phone with Jason. Caro from the Kais Real Estate. Uh, we'll be back. Thank you for listening.
4: The show is proudly brought to you by the Fish Florida Association. With your membership, you'll save time and money and get to choose from over 45 member benefits, services, and exposure for your business. Not to mention you get to be a big part of giving back to conservation, preservation, and charities working hard out there to make a difference. To get signed up, visit the Fish Florida mobile app or fishfloridaassociation.com.
5: Is your credit less than perfect? Worried about getting ripped off by a credit repair company? Look no further. Credit Solution Programs is a non-profit credit education and consumer advocates company with credit score improvement service that uses consumer credit rights under federal and state laws. Visit our site at creditproblemsolve.org or call 866-850-9360. Again, creditproblemsolve.org or call
0: 866-850-9360. Looking for faith-based solutions to challenges you're experiencing in your life? Meet Reverend Dr. Sean Alexander, who's been recognized as the head of Chaplains International. He is a member of the clergy, a diplomat of the National Board of Christian Clinical Therapists, a board-certified supervisor, and a presidential member of the American Association of Christian Counseling. Dr. Sean can provide pastoral counseling and coaching for adults and children. As a Christian, there is nothing more important than to walk the path that God has for you in your life and business and to achieve the things that Christ has for you in your life. To book a pastoral counseling appointment, please visit drseanalexander.org.
1: Are you looking for healthcare that fits your busy life? OneShare Health is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry whose mission it is to inspire healthy communities and provide options to share the cost of healthcare. Here's one of our valued members to share her experience.
6: What I like most about OneShare Health is the affordability, the ease of use, the customer service. I had one experience with telemedicine, and that was incredible. I was traveling, I realized I was coming down with something, so I called them. They indicated that a doctor would be calling me in the next few hours. My phone rang in like 15 minutes. We went through all my symptoms. They found the nearest pharmacy and went ahead and called in my prescription. Everything was done between 30 and 45 minutes.
1: Our listeners will receive 40% off their enrollment fee and unlimited access to telemedicine with a $0 consult fee. Visit onesharefish.com or call 833-655-0941 to learn more about our medical sharing family. Everyone at Fish307.com would like to take a moment to thank you, their customers, for your business and trust throughout the years, which have allowed Fish307 to become one of the worldwide leaders in the recreational fishing industry. Fish307.com is your number one resource to take care of all your fishing tackle needs and so much more. On their website, you can also find great tips and tricks to make your fishing experiences more fun. Check them out at Fish307.com today. They have all kinds of great values waiting, so
0: remember, Fish307.com.
2: Good morning, Florida. The Financial Truths. I am your host, John Wilkinson. I'm on the phone with Jason Carroll from the Kais Real Estate. Now, Jason has been in the real estate for how many years now, Jason? Do I have to say it's a long time? 17 years. 17 17. years. So, you know, we don't bring on, you know, people wet behind the ears. These are, you know... (laughs) We call people with behind the ears boots in the military, but <laughs> but you know, no, we're green here. So yep. so yeah, we're only going to have the guest on that knows their stuff. So Jason, we were talking right before we went to break. For hopefully everybody was listening, but if you just tuned in, we were talking about the real estate market here in Florida, and we were actually before we went to break, I was saying how. You know, uh, the mortgages are being deferred, you know, especially the government mortgages are being deferred. You know, for one, it was three months, you know, my particular company, USAA, offered. And then it was six months that they offered thereafter. What is your take of this? Because I feel I'm like, wow, what's going to go on here when everybody does this? And then now I'm hearing that. You know, those that uh, are going out of the forbearance or deferment uh, part is actually going, starting go, to go into uh, what a, how they say it, restructure the loan? Yeah. So what yep. is your take on all that?
3: You know, John, you, you've, you've done this long enough where you remember those creative loans 10 years ago, whether it was uh, the ARM mortgage or the 1% mortgage, it's always a bad sign of things to come when you basically defer the payment and give people that notion that they don't have to make payments or that they can defer payments. And when they suddenly go into a creative state of restructuring the loans, you know the the, the end the, the end user, so to speak, or the one holding the note is usually the one that at some point looks at the situation and not beneficial, and calls the consumer out on the loan and wanting the payment back, and that tends to lead to some sort of a ripple effect of people letting go of these mortgages. I don't think it's going to be a good thing. I I think now I've seen actually a rise of short sales, believe it or not, in the past two or three months. And I think it's a sign of times to come when prospective homeowners and investors decide that they don't really want the property at that point doesn't serve their financial needs. I don't think it's going to be a good thing in the coming months or the early part of next year.
2: Okay, so with the short sales, I mean, I would think the short sales were really coming from like maybe the non-QM type loans versus the government loans because I hear that the government loans are kind of almost mandated to – You know, give the the deferment, you know, but what I did and probably a lot of consumers out there probably don't do is I asked the question, which is, okay, what happens after three months? You know, so they were like, well, then you need to pay all three months back plus the fourth month that is due. And I was like, "Wow, well, that's not going to be good for <laughs> you know when people let's say you got a thousand dollar mortgage to, a month to keep it simple, then that's four thousand at the end that you got to come up with. Then yeah. imagine and let's say if they do that for six months, right? What are you right. going to come up with? The Three months plus the six months. Now the, now that's like eleven thousand dollars. And John,
3: and I don't and I don't mean to interrupt you here, but the, the reality of it, and I'm sure you, you would agree with me to a certain extent, is that most prospective buyers of homes, at least on the investment side, never factor or take into consideration a backup plan of something of that magnitude that they've got X amount of money in reserves for something like that. And they wind up just letting the property go. And even prospective homeowner, homeowners that actually own the home as a homesteaded property, when they're in that situation of forbearance, it's a bad sign as well. I, I don't think it helps the investor or the consumer for that matter. makes it difficult for them to really catch up on their feet, as you know.
2: Yes, because it's not going to help the investor because now they can't sell it. They have to sell it on like a secondary market, not a primary market, because now, you know, it's a deferred or whatever issues with the loan. Um, So it costs them money. And then, of course, the consumer, I mean, most Americans, we live paycheck to paycheck, you know, we 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 make a bonus, uh, then we plan a vacation <laughs> using that money, yeah. or or we get a promotion and make some yeah. more money, and then we go out and buy a new car, and yeah. you know, add new debts. You know, so mm-hmm. you know, we keep chasing the rabbit, so to speak. You know,
3: yeah,
2: and never yeah. catch them. <laughs> so yeah, so the pro you know, so this is what I foresee. I'm like, well, I think this is going to cause a bit, you know, an issue in the future, and it's all going to catch up with us at one point in time. You know, the government's been so gracious to, you know, uh, give us, dump money into the uh, economy and to keep it afloat, you know. And But, you know, it, of course, what happens after they quit doing that? What's going to happen uh, to the economy at that point? But I'm not going to go there. We're going to stick with the real yeah. estate, right? I don't like to get into yeah. politics, religion, or any yeah. of that stuff. And we like to keep it positive here for the most part. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> so uh, Yeah, I like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, so with that said... All right, so it's a good time to sell. Is it a good time to buy?
3: Great question. Great question. And I'll quote the great Baron Rothschild, who is uh, an 18th century uh, British nobleman and member of the Rothschild banking family. He said, Listen, when there's blood in the streets, there's money to be made. And I think that, you know, uh, bull, bulls are optimistic bears of the pessimists and I think that the bears are there. They're waiting and I see them picking up properties here, there, a little and they're just waiting. So I think that there's a buyer out there for everything. right? But that's just my op- optimistic way of looking at things. Someone's going to buy something at
2: some point. Yeah, of course. Right? There's always, you know, just like cars, people's yeah. always buying. You see all these cars on the park, you know, in the lot, but there's always people buying cars, or they wouldn't have all those cars in the lot, right? Sure, of course. You know, it's the same concept, and like I tell, you know, people, hey, people have to have a place to live, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. just like the property on up in Georgia. It's like you know, they're not making any more land either
3: right yeah
2: so well china is kind of yeah <laughs> but anyway all right so all right so if i'm a buyer though i mean the interest rates are excellent right now i i heard they're like what two and a half two and a quarter
3: for like i want to say a 15 year and then a 30 year might be in the low threes
2: okay so the interest rates are really good but of course As we stated on one of our shows previously, that a mortgage is loaded up front. So in the first five years, you're paying 90% interest and only probably about 10% towards the principal. Sure. So, but of course, then you have to look at, well, is a property making equity? You know, is it increasing in value years over years? Because I've owned my property approximately seven years and yeah, I got a good deal. I searched and searched, and for a while until I found one. I picked it up for like about a buck twenty-five, and yeah. now it's around two forty. You know, I had to put yeah. some other additional money into it to remodel and stuff. But you know, but of course, again, I look at my mortgage statement <laughs> of that hundred
3: 100- and all interest.
2: Yeah, at $125,000 that I borrowed because I'm a veteran, you know, so I got the yeah. 100% financing. And then I look at how yeah. much I paid toward that principal yeah. versus how much toward, went towards the interest. And sometimes yeah. I just want to cry.
3: <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. But, you know, the one with the gold makes the rules. And the reality of it is that maybe it's just how we need to look at home ownership. But, you know, the real, the real estate market has, in the past 100 years that it's been recorded, uh, has never been down, meaning if you bought a piece of property in 1920 and then a hundred years later and in, in, right, that's a hundred years, right. 2020, the overall appreciation of that property would be astronomical. And it like anything else with the stock market, which on a day to day, minute by minute basis is up and down. It's up and down. The real estate market has been up. The entire hundred years. So if, if you're buying the property and you're going to stay there for 30 years, yep, you don't like paying that interest, but you know what? It's going to be up and you're going to have the equity that you want in the property. It may not be, uh, true, true riches, but you will, you will not have lost your asset, you could say
2: yeah that's true. at least the interest is tax deductible if you're you know yep. your primary property and there are some other tax benefits such as I think the uh, property taxes are tax deductible. Mm-hmm. you know one thing I did, which I want to bring up real quick, is that I had hurricane windows put into my property you know into my mm-hmm. uh, house, and now the company that I went through is Uh, doing an assessment on my property taxes for that amount. Oh, wow. So I'm getting a tax deduction for my hurricane windows. Nice. Pretty cool, right? (laughs) Yeah,
3: nice. I mean, that's a great investment with the drawback of at some point. Now you're getting even the deduction. And, yeah, that's, that's a great, that's a positive thing.
2: Okay, so excellent, Jason. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break, Jason. We'll come back, uh, wrap it up here. And this is uh, John Wilkinson, your host with the Financial Truths in the studio or on the phone, shall I say, with Jason Carroll of the K's Real Estate. We'll be back.
4: All of us at the Southern Sportsman are proud to promote Forever Outdoors, which is working hard to make a difference. You can find them on Facebook and the Fish Florida mobile app. Every donation benefits organ donations and saving lives around the world. Thank you, Rob Robinson, for the work you've done to save lives. Donate today. Every dollar counts.
1: The Fish Florida Association is here for you during these difficult times. When you join FFA, they'll work together with you to help your business with exposure, promotion, advertising, marketing, and services that will save your company hundreds if not thousands of dollars for just a $199 setup fee and nineteen ninety five dollars monthly service fee. To join, just go to FishFloridaAssociation.com or give them a call at 561-900-4283. Our legal
5: plans offers toll-free phone consultation on personal legal matters letters slash phone calls will preparation and more all legal plans provide a guaranteed 10 to 25 percent discount on legal services not otherwise covered by the plan we realize how difficult it can be to keep a business going in today's market having an attorney available for the legal situations known to arise in the business environment gives peace of mind to run a business with less worry the business legal plan can help with contract and document review debt collection, contract disputes, trial defense, partnerships, consumer fraud, workers' compensation, incorporation, and much more. Call 772-348-4011 for more information. Again that's 772-348-4011.
4: Hey folks, this is Captain Terry here to talk to you about Hooked on Heroes. Hooked on Heroes is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. 100% of donations go to take veterans on fishing trips. Hooked on Heroes takes 250 to 300 veterans on one day fishing trips twice a year. You can donate to this great cause through their website at hookedonheroes.com or call Ron at 386 364 9589. That's Ron at 386 364 9589. They need your help getting rods and reels and leader and other fishing items for these fishing trips all the veterans that hooked on heroes want to thank you in advance for your support
6: During these difficult times, the National Single Parents Resource Center has expanded to help anyone who would like to get the facts to deal with everyday challenges, especially during this pandemic. If you or someone you know needs a caring and compassionate ear or someone to talk to, please reach out to our vendor, Coach Judy, who has been honored nationally for her work in coaching. Please give her a call at 561-441-8557 or visit her site at coachjudy.info.
7: As an organ donor, Your story doesn't have to end. The good in you can live on. In fact, you could save up to eight lives with your gifts. Your heart could keep beating. Your kidneys could keep filtering. And your intestines could keep on digesting for others. And that's not all. You can improve the lives of 50 more people as an eye and tissue donor, restoring sight and health. And you're not just helping out the person receiving the transplant. You're touching whole families with your life-saving gift. Register in minutes. Just go to organdonor.gov. You'll be happy you did. And just maybe, someone else will be happy too. Sign up today. Go to organdonor.gov. It saves lives. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration.
2: Good morning, Florida. The Financial Truths. I am your host, John Wilkinson. I am on the phone with Jason Kerov. He is from the Keys Real Estate. He's been in real estate over about 17 years now. So he is a veteran of the industry. All right. So today, again, we're going to be talking about the real estate market here in Florida. All right. So Jason... Now, a lot of people, when they come to us or, let's say, even coming to you to looking to buy a property, what is the first things that you think they need to do when the, before look, going to even to go out to look for a property?
3: Oh, thank, th- thank you so much for that question, John. I, I, always, I always hope and pray, and I, I say that jokingly, but it really is the truth, where uh, there's nothing that makes me happier than to... Oh, find something for someone that's looking for something specifically. And like anything else, I get very excited to do this. It's it's a passion and a love of mine. But the reality of it is is I always have to ask the most important question. Did you get qualified? Have you spoken to your lender? Have you spoken to your bank? Have you spoken to your financial advisor? One of those three people. Do you have the, fi- the financial means and wherewithal to make this payment. Can you afford it? Do you have the money? And I find that still, after all these years, uh, a good percentage of the population just, they just want to go see properties. And I've been, I've, I've learned the hard way that unless you get qualified, you're really doing yourself an injustice and you're doing the real estate agent a bigger injustice. Uh, bigger injustice since agents don't get paid until a transaction closes in not getting qualified.
2: Okay, so you got to get like what, pre-approved or pre-qualified with like a a bank or mortgage broker or something, correct?
3: Correct, correct. And not only that, speaking to the bank or the mortgage broker is going to shed light on actually not only what your monthly payment is going to be, but what is it going to cost you to borrow that money? What is it going to cost you in closing costs? What are they going to charge you in points and fees? How long are you going to be responsible for this loan? What happens if you can't afford to pay this loan? These are all questions that I think the consumer is afraid to ask or doesn't want to know the answers to. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of homeowners are going in blindly and not taking better responsibility for one of their greatest financial purchases which is
2: a home so in other words if you have poor credit and no money do not call jason yet (laughs) (laughs) and don't call john well call john and i'll try to help you out with your credit you know you know we'll we'll do some pro bono sometimes with the credit um yeah, we'll at least get your credit educated as well so you can h- help work on that credit to get the scores up yourself. And then we could also go over what you're going to need for documentation-wise because there's a lot of documentation when it comes to buying yeah. a home, mm-hmm. right? They want to see uh, two years tax returns, pay stubs, uh, bank statements. They want to see everything. So. Sure. They want to know who you are, where you've been, what you have, and so forth. You know, and I think the the best part about buying out uh, real estate is your job, which is f- showing the property that they're mm-hmm. looking to buy and so forth versus the financial part of it <laughs> to get yeah. the loan done. Cause I don't know, uh, you know, that's to me is the more stressful part of it versus going and see the property that you really want to. Buy and picture yourself in living in for many years to come mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. and even nowadays, the biggest education that uh, I think that prospective buyers and consumers need to understand with real estate agents is it goes without saying that everyone knows that the homeowner has seen thousands of properties before actually going out there to actually look at the property, and the agents by having a license are the gatekeeper to getting into these properties, what they really want to do, what they, mean the consumers, they should really be working with real estate brokers and agents that are versed in contracts, that are versed, and their strengths are in negotiating because anyone can see a property online. But let's face it, John, and I'm sure you would agree. Everyone wants a good deal, a fair deal, with the least amount of money out of pocket, wouldn't you agree?
2: Yes, very much so, because, (laughs) you know, like, I was just thinking, sorry, I I was thinking about when I went to buy my first property, I was probably about 26, I moved down here to South Florida, I went through, I promise you not, kid you not, seven real estate agents. Seven. Before I found that real estate agent that would listen to what I was telling them of what I wanted, because, you know, they would say, okay, you qualify for this much, and what are you looking for? And I would tell them and they would, I don't know, send me, show me something that was not in what I was looking for. And I was like, listen, that's not what I told you. But yeah, so a good point is get pre-approved, find the right agent as well. So can you explain, like when I say find the right agent, right? So I know a lot of real estate agents, you know, and so what really separates the cream of the crop?
3: Sure. And that's a great question. And I don't know. No, I'm just kidding with you. What's with the cream of the crop? You know, still having some sort of tenure uh, of how long you've been doing, it says a lot of testament. I mean, starting out in real estate, it generally takes more than 12 months to really get the momentum going. So length, length of tenure companies, Let's face it, at the end of the day, they do bear some sort of weight, you know, working with a reputable company that hires and trains good agents. And more importantly, the, the attitude and the feel that you get meeting this individual, like anything else in a relationship, you really want it to click. You want to be working with someone that's working on the same page as you and actually outworking you to find what you're looking for because many times, I've been told, well, why should I pay you if I found the property? And my only answer at that point is, well, if you thought that you were strong enough to negotiate it, then you should have dealt directly with the agent, and that's why you hired me. Because most people can find these properties, so they wanna be working with someone that's knowledgeable about the contracts, that can negotiate on their behalf, and more importantly, someone that they enjoy working with and that they want help on the other side of that on the other side of that relationship
2: yes I agree you know completely with every statement that you made you know so you have to look and see if they're a veteran in the field right Um, you have to get that connection with that person Right. And, you know, I think even more importantly, well, even more, like you said, in negotiation, having agent like say if they found the property themselves online. okay, big deal. But it's only not just your negotiation, but things come up. Like, say, we just have one where the appraisal appraiser went out there, did the inspection and there was a particular issue that had to be corrected before they would, And so they had to go back out there again. And this was all a part of, you know, I think of the real estate agents working hand in hand together mm-hmm. and, you know, and working. And like I told them, hey, we're all working for the same goal to close the loan. So let's all work together in a nice, you know, cooperative manner instead of getting upset uh, and pointing fingers or anything. So I think that's really kind of separates because there's no reason to point fingers. We all... Have the same objective, so let 's work as a team and make it happen that's yeah. my attitude
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a team sport, it really is a team sport, and uh, you know a lot of, although a lot of the agents might try to treat it as a as it 's me taking care of everything it's really not you 've got individuals such as credit repair specialists yourself, lenders yourself, uh, title companies, appraisers inspectors. The realtor themselves, the other realtor, there really are a lot of hands that are involved in the transaction.
2: Yes, there is, you know, and that's what I think a lot of consumers need to be educated about the different transact, you know, different parts of the real estate transaction. So you get a pre-approve from your lender or your mortgage broker. Then they are uh-huh. usually uh, issue like a letter that says how much you approve for, right, or pre-approve for. You get that to the agent that it, and tell the agent, what are you looking for within the scope of what you've been pre-approved for, of sure. course, right? That agent is going to help you find what you're looking for, where and everything else. Then they're going to help you negotiate that deal, right? So they're going to try to give you the best bang for your buck, right? So we want to find out about that property, which is from the title company. The title company is going to do what they call a title search. That title search, if the seller has any liens on that property or against them, that's going to come up. So when the buyer takes possession of that property finally at the end, then it's free and clear. There's no issues and there's no liens or anything else. That's what the title company, some of the things that the title company is there for, right? And so we have them involved. So you have you as a real estate agent. Then you have the seller's real estate agent, right? so you have to deal at the real, with the seller's real estate agent and so if any problems arise then the buyer's come to you as an agent right and then you have to take care of that right so and then of course there's the mortgage broker the lender the title company so yeah there's a lot of hands involved in it so i think the consumer has to be really know how the process works and or not it, you know, thoroughly, of course, but the mm-hmm. basic steps so they know what they're getting involved with, and they don't say, "Why is this lender keep asking me for documents? Why yeah. we're not closing yet?" So, you know, if you have an understanding of the concept of how or the process works, then you'll be more understanding of when situations arise. I think.
3: Yeah, and it just helps to foster good relations across the board, so that it helps set the expectations that when the consumer gets involved in the process, they know, oh, uh, it could be a couple of days before I hear something, or uh, it's going to take 30 to 45 days, wow, I didn't anticipate that, so I, they should really know the process from A to Z, and, you know, when they've got that report, with that agent, that that agent is going to constantly remind them, okay, well, We've done step one and two, but don't forget we're now on to step three, four, five, and six. and it, This is how long it's going to take. They, they really need to foster that confidence. So, so,
2: that, get, so, mm-hmm. so get educated. This is the Financial yeah. Truth. John Wilkinson, your host. We'll be back for our commercial break.
4: Thanks much to our sponsor, New Concept Lures. They hold over seven U.S. patents, and all lures are unique in design and American-made. You can even have custom lures made to meet your needs. Visit New Concept Lures at newconceptlures.com, and you can also find them on the Fish Florida mobile app.
5: Is your credit less than perfect? Worried about getting ripped off by a credit repair company? Look no further. Credit Solution Programs is a non-profit credit education and consumer advocates company with credit score improvement service that uses consumer credit rights under federal and state laws. Visit our site at creditproblemsolve.org or call 866-850-9360. Again, creditproblemsolve.org or call 866-850-9360.
4: The show is proudly brought to you by the Fish Florida Association. With your membership, you'll save time and money and get to choose from over 45 member benefits, services, and exposure for your business. Not to mention, you get to be a big part of giving back to conservation, preservation, and charities working hard out there to make a difference. To get signed up, visit the Fish Florida mobile app or fishfloridaassociation.com.
0: Looking for faith-based solutions to challenges you're experiencing in your life? Meet Reverend Dr. Sean Alexander, who's been recognized as the head of Chaplains International. He is a member of the clergy, a diplomat of the National Board of Christian Clinical Therapists, a Board Certified Supervisor, and a presidential member of the American Association of Christian Counseling. Dr. Sean can provide pastoral counseling and coaching for adults and children. As a Christian, there is nothing more important than to walk the path that God has for you in your life and business and to achieve the things that Christ has for you in your life. To book a pastoral counseling appointment, please visit drseanalexander.org.
1: Are you looking for healthcare that fits your busy life? OneShare Health is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry whose mission it is to inspire healthy communities and provide options to share the cost of healthcare. Here's one of our valued members to share her experience.
6: What I like most about OneShare Health is the affordability, the ease of use, the customer service. I had one experience with telemedicine, and that was incredible. I was traveling, I realized I was coming down with something, so I called them. They indicated that a doctor would be calling me in the next few hours. My phone rang in like 15 minutes. We went through all my symptoms. They found the nearest pharmacy and went ahead and called in my prescription. Everything was done between 30 and 45 minutes.
1: Our listeners will receive 40% off their enrollment fee and unlimited access to telemedicine with a $0 consult fee. Visit onesharefish.com or call 833-655-0941 to learn more about our medical sharing family.
2: Good morning, Florida. The Financial truths. I am your host, John Wilkinson, on the phone with Jason Carroll from the Kais Real Estate Aging. Now, Jason has been in business or in the business for 17 years now, right? And so we were talking, well, we talked about a lot of different subjects, actually, how COVID and putting off your mortgage um, during the COVID time, how that might affect you in the future, how the real estate market is here in Florida. It's, well, according to Jason, it's a seller's market. And even a lot of buyers are buying because of the real estate. Uh, the interest rates are down to like three or even lower percentage, depending on, you know, the type of program you're you get into as well. And so then we were always talking about being a real estate agent, what kind of separates the two. And Jason was mentioning that, hey, you have to make sure they're a seasoned or a veteran uh, real estate agent, that, of course, they know the market that they're in. And what else did you mention, Jason?
3: I don't know. I'm still trying to get over the fact that you keep telling everyone it's 17 years. I feel like super old, like we're getting older
2: by the minute in this conversation just so you know okay no problem well i mean i've been doing the credit for 14 years full time and yeah. you know so yes uh, i understand i'm right there with you my man i'm right there with right. you so but you know being a veteran hey that's the wisdom comes with the age yeah. and being the veteran so we have to pass it down to our community yeah. and to our younger generations right
3: yeah,
2: I agree. I agree. All right, so the, the that's what this. Thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly, and that's what the show is about: educating the community, right? Educating, yeah. you know, our generation, the generation even above us and below us, and sure. and then some, right? So, yeah, that's why we're here. That's why we bring this show to you, the community. All right, so Jason, how does everybody get in contact with you in case they're looking to buy, sell any real estate?
3: Sure. John, thank you so much. You know, the it's been such a great honor to be in your presence and speak to all your listeners. Uh, I would love nothing more than to continue working with you. And if anyone listening does have an interest where I can assist with their buying and even their selling needs, you know, please contact me. My direct number, 561 203 Eight, two, I can be contacted kind of 7 days a week. I always say I'm the 711 of real estate, you know, where 7 a.m., 7 p.m., 7 days a week, a phone call and nowadays texting, either one at that same number 561-203-5382. I really appreciate the opportunity to be with you today, John.
2: Excellent. Of course, you're more than welcome. That you know, because again, we only bring on the veterans. And uh do you have an email too that you can throw out there?
3: Sure, without a doubt. It's my first name and last name: J A S O N Q U E R O at Gmail. Jason Carroll at Gmail dot com.
2: Excellent. So yeah, let's keep it at the Gmail. So in case you move to a different. Um, company yep. or something you never know <laughs> sure. yeah no, you're right excellent you never, know. you never know of course all right so i want to appreciate it so much to have you on jason to give your insight about the real estate market here in florida again some of the kind of the things that you know i wanted to touch base on before we end the show is when it comes to real estate of course you want to be prepared when I say prepared, you want to get your credit prepared. You want to get your financial documents prepared, right? Once you get your financial documents, that could, that's two years tax returns, like two last two months of bank statements, um, your pay styles for the last month, and then any uh, 401k or uh, last any letters like uh, Social Security letters, uh, award letters, and so forth. But your really, your mortgage broker or lender will tell you exactly what you need, so get pre-approved. But before you get pre-approved, pre-approve your credit first. So check your credit rating. See where you are at. If your credit scores are not up to par, Then one of the key things you should look at is your credit card balances. This is probably the number one thing that I see as a professional in the credit industry that helps get the score up quickly, right? So this counts on your FICO credit score, 30% of your FICO credit score, right, is your utilization. That is your balances compared to your limit. Now, yes, it takes into consideration the installments, but the majority of that 30% is revolving debt, which is like credit card debt. could be a store department card. It could be an online shopping such as Fingerhut, or it could be one of your major credit cards. Again, it does not have to do with your debit card. It's a major credit card that's reporting on your credit, right? So look at the debt. Look at what your balance is compared to your limit. Right, so and then you're going to divide the two to get the percentage, right? So you want that balance to be no more than 30% of the limit, but the lower the better. You know, if you pay it off to me, that's the best, you know, and then before you get pre approved, make sure that low balance has reported because remember, it's not real time. Just because you pay it off yesterday or last week doesn't mean that it's reported on the credit yet, right? So you're going to have to look at the credit to see when it's going to be updated or if it's been updated yet, right? So I always tell people about 45 days out, right, prep your credit. Prep your credit. Then – and get your documents together. Then – see the mortgage broker, lender, and so forth, get pre-approved, and then go see my friend Jason to help you find what you're looking for, right? And that will take care of you. And if you don't use Jason, like Jason said, look for a reputable uh, realtor that's been in the industry for some time, knows the market, right, has the reputation, of knowing what they 're doing and is going to look out for your best interest right so that 's the main keys right so again, if you have any kind of credit issues, you can always reach out to us creditproblemsolve.org. dot org we are a nonprofit organization with the service of credit repair we are We do credit education we are going to be supplying this information and trying to get into programs into the colleges around Florida. So, I think that's going to be a great thing for our future of our kids. How about you, Jason? Yes, that couldn't be
3: any better. Could- it's great. It's great, educating them.
2: Yes, yeah, so, you know, we want to educate the community, educate our children as well, because I know I wasn't taught about credit, anything about credit. I had to learn the hard way of figure it out for myself and research. And so this is why we're going to give you the information about business credit and personal credit and how it works and try to get this implemented into our colleges and then hopefully into our public schools. Because I know personally, I mean, let's say if I was the common person and I didn't know very much when it came to personal credit, I know as a father that I want to see my son – know about credit by the time he leaves the nest, right, and goes on his own, right? So he should know how not only to maintain his finances, but what to do and not to do when it comes to his personal credit as well. Because, you know, in the future, maybe he wants to have a family, uh, buy a house or any major purchases, you're going to have to have your credit intact if you're going to get a loan. So, and then, if you're going to get a business and you want to be an entrepreneur, you're going to need to learn about business credit as well. Even for realtors, Jason, did you notice that you're nope. a realtor, you're an independent agent, right? You can get business credit as well.
3: Didn't I know that?
2: Yeah, excellent. See, because he's a veteran, everybody. <laughs> That's why he knows that, right? See, the common individual realtor, I guarantee, <laughs> doesn't know that, right? No, I, I guarantee. Not. So. So this and being a real estate agent or a mortgage broker, you're an independent agent, you can separate your business expenses. So if you're driving uh, a client around to see properties, even the vehicle that you're driving, you can put under the business credit. So it won't even be on your personal credit and you can easily keep your business expenses separate from your personal expenses. So, And then if you're becoming an entrepreneur and opening business for yourself, you're going to need to learn about business credit and how to keep the two separate because what if your businesses go under like most businesses do for the first three to five years? There's a lot of hats to wear when it comes to a business. So real quick, Jason, one last time, what is your phone number where they can get in contact with you? You got
3: a 561-203-5382. And the email is jasoncuaro at gmail.com.
2: Excellent. Thank you, Jason, for being a guest. Thank you for everybody for listening. This is John Wilkinson, your host of Financial Truths.
1: This has been a Fish Florida Media Group production.